Welcome to Day Zero Update for December 6, 2020. I'm your host, Chris Logi. I'm Brandon Perkins. And I'm Jenner Victoria. And yeah, we got uh, a big release coming out this week, but we're not short for news. Uh, there's been a bunch of stuff, especially a lot of dates here and time, time, time period releases, I guess. Yep. Uh, for when they're expecting to get some stuff out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people leaving places. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least one good thing here of somebody actually staying where they're uh, currently employed. So, yep. Uh, we got this very much feels like an end of the year kind of slate of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people announcing their dates uh, when they're doing uh, people that aren't staying at their places, you know, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get to what we're playing here mm-hmm. now. Uh, we'll talk about news a little bit later, but. Yeah, I will start here. Uh, last night I streamed Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition on the PS5. Hmm. Uh, one of the sort of smaller profile indies for the PS5 launch. Uh, Spirit of the North is kind of like an adventure platformer, I guess. Uh, no real combat that I've seen so far in the first few hours. Hmm. Um, but you're playing a fox uh that runs into the titular spirit of the of the north which is a uh, also like a spirit fox mhm uh then uh some shit happens and <laughs> the uh the spirit ends up like giving you the essence of the spirit i guess whatever it's there's literally no dialogue or text or anything mm-hmm. in the game so you're kind of left to Infer some things, but you essentially gain its powers. Hmm. And the far I'm at, you get uh, a few unlocked. Uh, but initially, you're just kind of taking your, uh, what I call the spirit juice, and putting it into these like big tablets that uh, activated either some sort of opening to the next area. Uh, uh, some filled up areas with water or drained them, all that kind of stuff. Like it activates some sort of thing that is going to happen. Hmm. Uh, and so you're kind of platforming around. Uh, you find these flowers that essentially give you your spirit juice, fill you back up. Mm-hmm. You get one charge at a time. So um, you see like these, uh, these big red like streaks in the sky. Yeah, and at the point where I'm at, I'm basically trying to figure out like what the what the hell is going on here, <laughs> um, because it has sort of corrupted the land, killed off the people that used to worship the the spirit of the north. Yeah, uh, you see these murals that are kind of uh, journey like in terms of like per, uh, portraying you know some things that happened, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's uh, as much story as it really gives you, but mm. uh, been pretty good so far. A uh, couple little just weird things, uh, control-wise. Because hmm. uh, if you're trying to jump and you're like right up against a wall, uh, he just does like a half-hearted jump. That's like, yeah, you're not actually where you're supposed to be. Hmm. Uh, I had a couple of points where I wasn't sure what I was doing, uh, especially one later where I had mistakenly uh, rode off a hill as something I couldn't get on. Hmm. Wandered around for a while, then figure out. Oh, I'll give that a shot, and then ended up being the the place I needed to go. Uh, there are a couple of tough platforming bits, but nothing really too hard. Uh, there is like one 
collectible. It's, you're essentially finding these staffs that you take to uh, former shamans, and you kind of like release their spirit mm. to go to like the I don't know, to heaven or whatever. Uh, you just find their body. So you're well, you just find a staff, you carry it with your in your uh, fox's mouth, and just like, where's the dead body? I gotta find a dead body. Mm. Uh, and that's what it uses uh, most of the activity cards for. It's like, oh, there's three in this one chapter, and somehow I missed one. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, but at least marks, you know, which chapters have how many bodies, which ones you don't have. So you can either look up a guide or just go replay those chapters and all that. Yeah. Uh, do get that stuff, but yeah, otherwise it's pretty, pretty easy to figure out uh, what you're doing for the most part. Um, yeah, I might stream that again because I got a two chapter five, I think, mm. which is I think five of ten. Uh, the way it displays that stuff, um, mm. so it's not too long. It's probably like four or five hours, mm. uh, at least for a straight playthrough. Uh, but I'll be probably going back and finding all the shamans because that's still the little part of it. But yeah, I carried one staff all the way through a level and was like, I did not see a single dead body. Uh, but I found its staff where it's or where the body was at, hidden at. So um, also been playing Worms Rumble, which is a new Worms game that's free on PlayStation Plus, uh, PS5 and PS4 mm-hmm. versions. That is a it's a fun time. Uh, instead of the like turn based uh, like strategy game that the originals were, it's mm-hmm. more of a side scrolling uh, multiplayer shooter uh, with mm-hmm. all the the guns and grenades and such from the uh, the games. Mm. Uh, so yeah, lots of rocket launchers and uh, assault rifles, pistols, shotguns. I think called the hammerhead, which shoots a bunch of smaller rockets out. Mm. But you have, uh, if you manage to aim them well, you can cause a lot of damage. But the big problem is obviously that it's a lot of little ones, so you can easily yeah. just fuck it up uh, if you're not careful. But yeah, it's it's pretty quick to hop into games. Uh, Thirty-two player max. Uh, mostly been playing deathmatch right now, but uh, doing pretty all right in that game. Kind of middle of the pack, so hmm. still getting the the hang of how to be actually good at that game. Uh, since they kind of randomize what weapon you start off when you respawn back in, mm-hmm. so sometimes you're starting with the, ba- the the basic pistol, or you get a shotgun, or a rocket launcher, and sometimes you know, 32 people on a map, you're not spawning, you know, far away from people. At times, mm. so uh, sometimes just look at the draw. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's been pretty good so far. Uh, Man eater, I got that uh, with the the upgrade and all that. That mm-hmm. is pretty fun. Uh, that kind of starts off with a like a reality show kind of aesthetic, you know, like those uh, shows about the. The boats that go and catch tons of fish and all that kind of stuff. It's oh, kind yeah. of like that, but uh, this dude's like going after this shark mm-hmm. that uh, has been like terrorizing the place. And uh, by the end of the tutorial, it, he has caught you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the last ditch efforts, you uh, birth like a baby shark mm-hmm. that he picks up, like laughs at it, and it bites off part of his arm, mm. uh, like it's like his forearm essentially. Mm-hmm. And you see him afterwards with like a, uh, uh, like a robot arm, I guess. On. Mm-hmm. So, 
he's made do with it pretty well. Uh, but that's where he starts off with the baby shark, and you are going around eating, uh, you know, turtles and catfish and some other stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, as you do that, you're kind of in the bayou, I guess, down in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've seen so far. Uh, there's collectibles and landmarks that are under the water, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you get quests like, hey, go here and eat some of these catfish, and then there might be alligators that are patrolling the place, and they'll fuck you up real quick. But mm-hmm. right now, I'm in my teen form, so I'm a bit bigger than the baby form, but still, uh, alligators can fuck me up and still work on my way through that uh, game. But it's been pretty fun so far. Kind mm-hmm. of a nice, uh, nice dumb, uh, fun game kind of thing. Uh, let's see. I've been playing Rocket League, trying to finish up challenges here as the, the season ends in a few days. We'll talk more about what the new season has in store, but uh, yeah, doing pretty all right mm-hmm. for this. Uh, but yeah, also been playing some Fortnite since there's uh, also big news for that. I decided to check it out. I uh, got Kratos. Mm-hmm. Uh, managed to get my first uh, victory royale. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty silly the way it happened. I was just wow. hiding in uh, in a bush as I let others just kill themselves all the way down to two. I just hung out in the bush because the the final circle was like right near, and the dude just you know is just running by, not really paying attention to me somehow, mm-hmm. missing the the large white man hidden in the bush. Uh, so he goes run, starts building stuff. I go over, start shooting. Uh, eventually, I figure out where he's at and just get uh, the right amount of shots on him and take him out before he got me. So that was how that worked. Uh, but then I couldn't post it on Twitter because it. I had the. So if you have your capture set to 4K, it saves the video as a WebM mm. file instead of an MP4. And so if you try and post that to Twitter, it just gives you errors. It doesn't tell you, like, hey, this is the wrong file format. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, whatever, it doesn't work. Yeah. So I pulled the that off, put it on my USB stick, put it on PC. It's like, that's how I found out. Oh, no. this thing doesn't actually support WebMs for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, so I changed it to MP4s for that stuff for the future. <sighs> but, uh, but yeah, that worked out pretty well. Uh, the new season also has Mandalorian as the, mm-hmm. the first skin that you get. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of Star Wars in there. Um, yeah, that's, that works out pretty well on, uh, PS5, uh, some nice load times and all that. Uh, but also played some Ghost of Tsushima this morning as I wanted to get back into that and see, Mm -hmm. uh, that it really looks nice on PS5. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Uh, still loads quickly, all that kind of stuff. Uh, just get a nice, uh, rock solid frame right there. That uh, mm. does a really good job with that game. Mm. Yeah, so that uh, that's been largely it. I did start a a new series of videos on my YouTube channel that are me like checking out the activity card stuff on PS5 games and seeing mm-hmm. how they work, if they are actually beneficial to the game, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I tried out for Man Eater, which is exactly the same as hitting play on the game. Mm-hmm. which is disappointing. Mm. Uh, it's like 39 seconds just to load to the main menus. 
So mm-hmm. even then, it's not an advantage yet. anyway. Cause you just have to hit the hit a few buttons just to get to the activity cards. Yeah, uh, I did Spirit of the North, which was the same issue. Uh, the advantage it has is it only takes like 17 seconds to get to the main menus. Uh, so mm. a little bit better, but then I did uh, the Pathless, which mm-hmm. just has a card that lets you just load right into the game. Mm. It's the same amount of time as if you just start up the game and hit continue on the menus as soon as possible, but it just automates that process. Mm. So it's like, those are like a little bit underwhelming, but at least the one kind of auto uh, loads your save. Mm-hmm. So that's at least nice, but yeah, not great for some of these like third party games, but I haven't checked them all out. I just put up three of those videos uh, earlier today, so I'll be uh, trying out the other games. I know the Sony stuff tends to be a lot better uh, since it's Sony and they work out that kind of stuff a lot uh, as much more of a priority, I guess, than probably most indies and third parties will. But uh, yeah, that's been it for me. How about you, Brandon? Uh, yeah, so I've been playing Killzone Shadowfall still. Um, I, I finished uh, Trails of Cold Steel 4, and that game absolutely ends in just the best way possible. Um, and by that I mean the actual ending, not the default one that you get. <laughs> um, as I explained in uh, during last weekend... Um, there's actually two endings that happen in Cold Steel 4. Um, there's the uh, default ending that happens, but after you play through the game once, the game gives you this prompt where you can go back and start the game again before you end up having what you think is going to be the last battle. And then while you're outside of the fortress, there's this little red swirl portal that you'll see, and to sort of make it as simple as possible, it creates an event that happens in the sort of game's timeline that basically changes the options that you have at the end of the game. Um, and amongst other things, it uh, gives you what's going to be the actual final boss, which ends up being this huge epic thing where you're fighting this massive demon that's got two smaller demons growing out of its shoulder, and you have to Divide your party up into three teams, and it's just epic. Um, not hard though, huh? It wasn't hard though. It's just it's just really annoying. But yeah, yeah, because cool. the two demons on the shoulder they can create uh, status effects that will basically shield the main demon from uh, you know physical and magic attacks. So you have to yeah. basically get rid of them so you can actually attack the main guy. Um, but yeah, um, so, uh, you know, now I gotta, you know, Trails of Beginning is already out in Japan, and we just gotta wait until that game, uh, gets translated and localized over here, but, uh, until then, uh, and until the big release that'll be coming out this week, I've been playing Killzone Shadowfall, uh, which was, I believe, was a launch title for the PS4, um, back in the day. Um, yep. yeah. Uh, basically, mm -hmm. um, this is before they did, you know, uh, you know, the game, you know, the, shit, what's the, what's the, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which, by the way, for those who don't know, is, uh, free on PSN, 
I mean, not uh, for PS Now. If you have a PS Now subscription, uh, that's one of the games you can get this this month um, that they've added to the library. But yeah, um, Killzone Shadowfall. Um, it's like the sort of story that happens like after the end of Killzone Three, where they basically wipe out the enemy alien alien. Yeah, they're not really aliens, but. Uh, you wipe out their planet, and though the refugees end up coming to Vecta, the planet that's the Earth-like planet, and basically they end up building an enormous wall right down the middle of the planet. So it's basically you've got like an East Germany, West Germany thing going. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it. I definitely admit it's definitely fun. Um, and it definitely like shows off a lot of what like the PS4 is capable of graphically, but the the story is honestly just you know Killzone itself is just really kind of generic, um, which I guess is the reason why people were so um, surprised of how well Horizon Zero Dawn ended up because up to that point, Guerrilla Games had only been doing Killzone. And I mean, those are fine, but they ain't nothing groundbreaking. And then all of a sudden, Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, and it's just a completely new thing. Um, but uh, yeah. So, and other than that, for the last couple of weeks, I've been playing um this sort of uh this thing called AI Dungeon, which I've explained this a couple of times. Basically, what AI Dungeon is is it's like a text adventure type thing that you can play online that is controlled by an AI. Um, it's basically a neural net processor. And, you know, you can basically play like any type of story you want. You can play a cyberpunk story, a fantasy story, space opera, uh, you know, mystery, horror, whatever you want to do. Pretty much anything is possible. Uh, but of course, since it's an artificial intelligence that's controlling the other half of it, that means it will occasionally do weird stuff. Uh, it'll forget a character's name, or it'll forget like what gender you're playing. Um, it'll get small details wrong. Uh, but the good thing is, um, you can actually just like have it take back like what you had just entered and try it again. Maybe get a better response, or you can actually go in and just edit the response yourself. Um, it is a lot of fun. It's very addictive. Um, and it's amazing, like the way in the ways it'll go. Sometimes, um, I do highly recommend it. Uh, give it a shot. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been playing. So, Dan Rib, what about you? Yeah. Uh, so, I took uh, an additional two days off after Thanksgiving just because mm-hmm. you know I could have used it, and uh, I finally finished Yakuza Like a Dragon. So. That's pretty much been the reason why I've been playing with my Xbox more than my PS5. And yeah, that game is just great. Like, uh, I mean, I, I mentioned uh, two weeks ago that um, it pretty much takes every essence of what made Mediocre great and then just made it into a crazy JRPG. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's even crazier than, than, than I thought it would be. Um, I mentioned the Heroes Bat last time and like mm-hmm. how it just makes fun of what JRPGs do. But then when you when you look at the main cast, like, you know, these, these are like, uh, middle-aged homeless men and then like one woman and it, it it's it's a dynamic that really shouldn't work as far as being a likable cast of characters but mm-hmm. um 
this cast is among like one of the best I've ever played in any RPG in general. And, you know, in a year where, you know, we had um, FF7 Remake, we had Persona 5 Royal, we had Trails of Cold Steel 4. These three are fantastic RPGs um, and uh, among the, the best in their series. And I think Yakuza Like a Dragon stands up right next to them. So, yeah, this is going to be a high game on my um, top 10 list. And uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing whether they continue to go the JRPG route or they want to go back to the traditional Yakuza route. But whatever they want to do, it works. And I'm praising Sega for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been playing... Uh, a little bit of Madden 21. I got it on mm-hmm. Black Friday, and uh, I only played the PS4 version. I know the PS5 version like just came out, but it was kind of complicated trying to get the upgrade. But I did eventually figure it out. I downloaded that, so I'll I'll, I'll play a little bit of it tonight. Um, and yeah, like my main complaint with the PS4 version was the fact that it just took a lot of time to go in between modes, and um, I don't know, it it just felt a little clunky. Um, compared to uh, previous iterations in the, in, in the franchise, so um, again, like not much to say there. It, it's 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 still Madden. It's still like you know the best football has to offer right now. Um, I haven't really uh, dove that far into it, but uh, you know we'll we'll see as we continue to go on. Um, I also popped in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is actually the first time I've um, touched an Assassin's Creed since I want to say Black Flag. And um, uh-huh. with Black Flag, um, I, I was just checking to see like how the graphics were of the PS4 generation, and like um, I, I never really, um, it, it never gripped me. Uh-huh. Uh, Valhalla, I, I have like three hours on it, and uh-huh. um, that's that, that's not a lot, but that's definitely more than I've had in, in the entire series combined. So <laughs> there is a hook to it, and uh, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it so far. But so far, the bulk of my time, aside from pitching Yakuza has gone to Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, the latest game that Ubisoft released this past Thursday. It's kind of weird because um, Ubisoft actually gave us codes for um, Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed, which are both really, really big games. And I don't think that many people were looking forward to Immortals, but this is one that actually I, I had to buy. So it was kind of weird. But um, so far, it's, 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 been, it's been solid. Um, it, it's written on the box. But uh, if, if uh, Breath of the Wild and... Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey had a baby. It would be Immortals: Phoenix Rising, uh-huh. and there are a lot of there are a lot of comparisons. Like uh, a lot of the runes you collect are the same way the runes worked in Breath of the Wild. Um, wow! The open world has uh, everything climbable uh, in that regard. Uh-huh. The main difference is the fact that you have a double jump move and uh-huh. your character goes higher. So it has like sort of that Mario platformy feel. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, so far it's been pretty enjoyable. I guess the main thing would be uh, I'm not really too into the story, uh, mainly because you know it's 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 a lot of um, Greek mythology. I know we got uh-huh. a lot of that. We got a lot of that in Hades, and Hades did it really, really well. So when you go to a game that tries to dumb it down, it's like uh, this 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 could have been so much more, but it's not. But yeah, I really do appreciate the humor. Um, it's all being told by. Uh, I think it's Zeus and someone else. And uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty enjoyable. Looking forward to diving into that more before Cyberpunk comes out. And uh, mm. I guess we're about to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the big release this week is Cyberpunk Pretty much the biggest. Let's, let's be honest, probably the biggest release of the year. <laughs> or at least the most anticipated. At this point, yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird... 
great whole thing because we're coming up into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just end of the year kind of release. So sometimes those just kind of fall by the wayside. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how uh, how people kind of uh, take to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially kind of taking on a genre that you know Fallout and Skyrim kind of dominates for the most part as far as first-person mm-hmm. games are concerned. Kind of a lot of Bethesda stuff, actually. Yeah. There's Prey and all that kind of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the coverage I've seen is just kind of starting to get ridiculous. Yeah. So our girl's just like, here's the launch times. Like, it's any different than any other game. Mm-hmm. This one game, it's like, I know it's anticipated, but geez. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's out later this week. Thursday, uh, yep. We reconvene for next week's yep. show. Yeah, if you know if uh, if it's finished downloading by then, that yeah. is because <laughs> uh, this thing is big. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I'm going to need to clear up. Yep. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's we, um, it's emailed uh, outlets on Friday saying that nobody got codes yet. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but considering you know it was already last Friday, um, I don't mm-hmm. really expect too many reviews to come out day one or even like even the week one. So yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the guy, the one we know of one person who has been playing this game, uh, who has registered like over 140 hours of this game on their, uh, on whatever it is that they're playing it on, and they still haven't finished it. So yeah, I know. I remember reading about a developer that had the game mm-hmm. that was playing it, but yeah, it's interesting to see like what people think about it after all this hype. How mm. how people actually take to the real game versus just what people think the game is going to be. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's get to some games that are actually here right now for you to download and play. Uh, I figured this would be something interesting. Uh, PlayStation Now and Game Pass both have a uh, a big slate of games you can kind of check out here. Yep. Uh. Let's talk about Game Pass. They have uh, a good amount of stuff here. Let's see. What do we got here? Rage 2 controls on there now. Uh, like it's ended on uh, PlayStation now uh, the past few weeks, I think. Uh, what else is here? Slime Rancher. Let's see. Yeah, so it's just the regular control, not the Ultimate Edition. So people worried about potentially getting the update for... Uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, don't have to worry because it's not going to happen that with this version. Let's see. Haven, which I think just released the other day, is on there. Doom Eternal, finally on PC. Uh, the PC app. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S. which we'll talk here in a second. What happened uh, with the release of that one? Mm. Uh, Starbound is also on there, which if you liked Terraria, that's from uh, some of the same people mm-hmm. that worked on that game. Uh, there's some good stuff here. Yep. Uh, let's see. PlayStation Now also has uh, quite a bit of good stuff. There's Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Yeah, that includes the uh, Frozen Wilds, I believe that's yeah. called, uh, which is the very large expansion. Um, yeah, adds a sizable uh, new area to the map. Yep. Uh, let's see what else is on here. There's Stranded Deep. That's sort of the, the first-person survival game where you're on an island. Mm-hmm. You gotta 
watch out for sharks when you get out to sea, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Bro Force, uh, the very ridiculous side scrolling shooter. That game is actually a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And very dumb with the way it does its oh, names. Well, it, it, it embraces uh, the whole sort of 80s action movie yeah. uh, aesthetic pretty much wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. It knows it's dumb and embraces it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's also Wreckfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fun uh, sort of racing game where your car just deforms in great detail, more so than you expect in most racing games, mm-hmm. uh, which can affect the way your car drives, all that kind of stuff. So if one of your wheels gets caved in, it might be a little bit harder to yeah. drive around than you might uh, like. Uh, it seems like that's going to be there until May 31st next year. Uh, the Surge 2. If you... Have played uh, if you like Souls games. This is uh, one of those, the follow-up to the Surge, that kind of does its own, own uh, couple of cool mechanics, like being able to target specific body parts because mm-hmm. uh, you want to kind of cut those off, and you'll get materials t- tied to those specific parts. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're looking to cut some arms off to get the the parts for the arms uh, for the armor, mm-hmm. uh, same for the head for your helmets, legs, all that kind of stuff. Uh, which adds like a nice little strategy and uh, to the fights as you try and just lock on onto certain parts. But you also see like, oh, this guy's weak on his right arm. So if you just if you're not worrying about, about trying to get specific body parts uh, for crafting, uh, you can see like what their uh, what parts of their body are weak mm-hmm. and be able to target that to do some more damage than on the other parts. Uh, the setting itself is also sci-fi mm-hmm. focused. Uh, yeah, the first game was kind of set in like a a tech conglomerate mm-hmm. where shit's gone bad. Yeah, uh, and so you're facing like people that had this like exosuit that had taken over their bodies, their minds at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're being controlled through the suits, and this one uh, kind of continues that kind of thing uh, sometime after the the first. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty nice uh, game mm-hmm. that kind of does its own thing from the the regular Souls games and not just trying to be a pure copycat. Oh yeah, uh, and the last one here, Dark Siders Three, which I think has gotten really great reception, but you're not, you're at least not plopping down money for it, so you may enjoy it more mm-hmm. than people did originally. I think they've done updates and such to improve it a bit, but I don't know how much mm. that has happened. But hey. There's sort of the free games you can download now onto your uh, Xbox One, PS4, and even your new consoles, maybe in PC for mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the Game Pass stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Uh, so yeah, Dragon Quest XI-S Definitive Edition, whatever the ridiculously long title is for that game now. Uh, released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mm-hmm. And as a result, Square Enix decided, hey, let's delist Dragon Quest XI, mm-hmm. original game. Yeah. So effectively, uh, the new version is the only one out there, at least on the digital storefronts. There would still be discs for the, for the PS4 version out there, uh, unless you can find codes 
that people are still yeah. selling. And yeah, there's just kind of a continued uh, whole thing where Square Enix just kind of shits all over their games. Yeah, um, yeah. Because there are reasons that people would want to play the ele- uh, yeah the original Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks a lot better. Probably mm-hmm. runs better too, uh, for what it's offering. Uh, I've seen side by side screenshots of different areas and like the the vegetation's a lot more uh, dense and uh, filling out the environments. That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, textures are a lot better. The game just overall looks a lot better. Yeah, uh, runs pretty well. Character models are. I think they simplified some of the character models. Yeah, uh, a little bit for uh, the Switch version. So. Yeah, they just kind of pull this where it's like, yeah, you could have just reduced the price and made money off of both groups of people. Mm-hmm. If you weren't just going to port that new stuff to the uh, original games. Yeah. Yeah, it's just them saying, you know, you're only allowed this new thing mm-hmm. uh, from now on. Yeah. I mean, like, from a, from a marketing perspective, I mean, I, I kind of get it because... Every sale that goes to the original Dragon Quest Eleven doesn't go to Dragon Quest Eleven S, and that's reported as a loss. So, like yeah. the business side, I totally get it. On uh, as as for what you're, and well, what really makes this complicated is the fact that yeah, the the PS4 version was built from the ground up for the PS4, and there's no reason why they couldn't have upgraded that one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like the, the the Switch version, I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't look as good, but for all accounts for it it's, it's the best version of the game so uh-huh. yeah um i don't know i don't know what the price difference is between the two but i don't imagine they're that big of a difference uh i think it was still 64 11 they never dropped the price mm, yeah uh, and s is 40 bucks at launch yeah so, so, so s is a, is a budget game if, if 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 the original jacket quest was 15 dollars, I'd, I'd i'd be a little you know or more critical about it, but I get it. Yeah, it's like they could have dropped the price, make it maybe twenty bucks as like a, you know, a greatest hits kind of thing. Uh, but then that would probably be more attractive to people that wanted to check it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like trying to pr- okay. uh, prevent present this S as like a like their version of Persona Five Royal. Mm-hmm. Here's this new thing has new stuff in it, new, uh, new content, all that kind of stuff to it. Uh, but they're kind of not doing a great job with the marketing because you can still buy Persona Five, yeah, if you want when it's on sale yeah, for less than Royal. It's also free and, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the Square is just treating their games as in very different ways than other companies do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think to the detriment of uh, their fans, uh, oftentimes, because I think it was on the the PS3, <clears throat> they and like the the PSP and Vita and all that, they mm-hmm. only offered the PS1 version of the the first two Final Fantasies, yeah, in that Origins collection, and not the PSP versions, which I think were generally considered to be better. Mm. Uh, you know, instead of selling both versions to make twice the money off of their fans. Hmm. They only offered the one, the inferior version. So they weren't competing against themselves, I guess. Yeah. Which still, you're making 100% of the money hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. You know, hey, sell, 
So Dragon Quest Eleven and S at the same time, you get uh, both money because people would definitely still buy them. Mm-hmm. But hey, if you don't want to give them any money, you can uh, get on Game Pass and check that out. Yes, yes, you can. You don't have to put any further money into it. Nope. To reward them for the shit they're kind of pulling with this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of the the shitty Square Enix news of this week. Pretty much, yeah. Let's see. There we go. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Nintendo finally released a firmware update for their system that actually adds features. Yes, like uh, actual things. Actual things people find useful and not just... It runs a little bit better. Yep. And here's some avatars. Yeah, there's actually something on, on the home menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the home menu got a big bright red button on it for NSO stuff. It does switch online stuff. I'm not sure what it does. I haven't clicked on it yet. Um, it really just shows the game, the games in the list and shows like okay. the historical information on it. Is it just basically that doesn't, page doesn't on the well. eShop? It's just like, here's here's the games that have multiplayer. And here's a couple of like free things it, we give you. It's more specifically organized, but I wouldn't call it incredibly useful either. Okay. Well, hey, they're trying on that front, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they also had a new feature that automatically downloads backed up save data that was added to the cloud. So I'm guessing if you're working on multiple systems... It automatically downloads the save to your system, so you don't have to go and search for it uh, and do it manually. So that's useful. Uh, let's see. There's a trending feature on the user page. I guess mm-hmm. the profile. Yep. Because uh, user page doesn't really mean anything. But nope. I figure out that's probably the profile thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which hey, lets you know that people on your friends list are doing things. I guess. Uh huh. Not what. Not that there's anything you can really do with the user page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can now transfer screenshots and videos from album to your smart device or your PC. Uh, so if you've got mm-hmm. lots of screenshots or videos on your system, and it may be done so much that the system doesn't know how to manually move things, because mm-hmm. trying to click all just causes the system to freak out because it wasn't made yeah. for this. This is actually a godsend for like, People like us, where you know, for our reviews and other content, we can just grab screenshots from uh, the Switch without having to pull out the, the pull out the uh, what's it called, the the memory card. So yeah, mm. yeah. So the let's see, you can wirelessly connect to your smart device uh, and just be able to transfer stuff through that. And use a QR code displayed on the Switch screen to get to the the app or whatever the process it's using for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, PC has the ability to connect it via USB, which if you have your charge cable, that's just what you need. Yeah. Uh, you can do that through there, so that is good. Uh, you can also now prioritize downloads. Mm-hmm. Instead of setting up multiple downloads and be like, well, f- fuck if I know how <laughs> this is going to be ordered or do yep. anything about changing it other than just Canceling downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three years later, you can finally prioritize your downloads a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you just... I assume this still doesn't have a list. Mm. But uh, also, just in case you're worried, there are new user icons for your profile. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, these are for the 35th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers series, so more Mario icons. Yep. Let's see. You can now name your preset button mappings on the button mapping feature. So there's that. That's kind of it. But hey, there's yeah. actual features here that people have been asking for since, I don't know, when it launched. Mm-hmm. So hey, maybe they'll get folders at some point. Yeah. Probably not, but... No. <laughs> I thought it was maybe. nice. It'd be nice. It's it's nice to dream. Yeah, it's nice to think that they want to improve things. Mm-hmm. But hey, there's something nice happening there for once. Uh, let's talk about the big Fortnite news. Kratos is in Fortnite now. Uh, they started their Chapter 2 Season 5 uh, whole thing, which I think the theme of this season is the hunt. Yeah. Uh, like the world, the history's greatest hunters, which mm-hmm. the first one is the Mandalorian that is yeah. part of the battle pass. Uh, so you unlock that battle pass and you get that right away. Mm-hmm. Also talked about other weird characters like a man that is a waffle. He's got a waffle for a head. There's like an anime lady. Yeah. Complete with like, uh, like cell shading to it. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it seems like they're going to be video game hunters in this. And Kratos is obviously one, although it's not really a hunter with a gun. Mm-hmm. But the, the teaser is like, oh, he's killed many gods and all this kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. With the help of his rage, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get some nice items with it if you buy the pack. Uh, yeah, he has his trusty axe from. You know, the new God of War. Mm-hmm. I also have Mimir, who's your backpack, because of course he is. But uh, there's also rumors that Master Chief is also going to be coming. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think Samus Aran, as far as the Nintendo uh, thing. Part That's going to be interesting to see. Is she going to be like fully suited up, or is she going to be in the Zero suit? Or is it going to be like a thing where you can do both? Uh, I think the way that it works is you do specific uh, like challenges for the character, and you unlock yeah. more customization options for their suit. Hmm. So, like with the the Mandalorian, you can unlock more, like replace the the base parts that he has on his suit with you know ones that are more Beskar mm-hmm. covered, that kind of stuff. Like eventually, I'll get uh, the Baby Yoda character as like a, a thing that can go with him. Yeah. I assume it's be a backpack or something, but I don't know. I haven't yeah, looked possible. into the progression yeah, for that with, stuff. With, uh, with how lighthearted, um, with how lighthearted a Fortnite is, um, Zero Suit Samus would definitely be a nice fit. But considering they're going to have Master Chief with his mask on, I'd imagine they'd have Samus with, okay. with her helmet on too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that could easily be. Uh, well, Master Chief, they would just have his helmet on in all his forms. Samus, they could just have. Yeah. The, the option to have it off or on, mm. depending on what customization options you get, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that uh, it's a pretty nice uh, surprises for this stuff because you can use Kratos on any of the platforms. Because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, there's no way they're going to let them use it on any platform. It's like, no, that's kind of the deal, <laughs> the whole thing. So people are seeing like Kratos ads on like Xbox 
or the the Switch dashboard. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. And the PlayStation icon too, because that's the the branding for the character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty nice. Seems like a pretty neat little season. Yeah, the the Razor Crest uh, Mandalorian ship is crashed on a part of the island too. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little quest. that's like, oh, just go find it. Which I got it, and I didn't even know I was near it. I just happened to hit whatever range it was for that. But yeah, let's get to mm-hmm. something that you might not have realized was coming out still. Uh, yeah. New Eternal. Yeah, uh, the Switch version got delayed for a while and then just kind of disappeared as mm-hmm. far as new- news was concerned. But it's still coming. It's out mm-hmm. on December 8th here uh, later this week. But no retail release Nope, is expected for the Switch version. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, uh, they said it'll be digital only, available through the Nintendo Switch eShop and digital codes from other retailers. Uh, the first expansion, the Ancient Gods Part One, yeah, is coming at a later time. So mm-hmm. no real date on that. But if you already pre-ordered it uh, ahead of the the release dates, originally had their pre-orders canceled. So yeah, so they were uh, you know understandably concerned. Yeah, but hey, you got your money back, and now you can just use it to buy the game directly. About mm-hmm. eighteen point eight gigs on the Switch, so a hefty download for that. So make sure you got the the space for that. But hey, you can still check out Doom Eternal, and maybe you like it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, we were generally here on Smash Pad, kind of underwhelmed with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I certainly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um I think people were expecting a lot after the first game. Yeah, perhaps. But yeah, let's get to something else that's happening this week. Riot League Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the sort of refresh of the season numbers here. Yep. As, uh, with this free-to-play launch, uh, they are wrapping up the Season 2 mm-hmm. here in a couple days. Uh, or Season 1. Season 2 starts on Wednesday the 9th. Yep. And this new season has a lot of new stuff to it. Uh, there's a new arena. Mm. Uh, this whole The whole theme of this season is music. Yep. Uh, particularly a partnership with uh, a DJ named Cascade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never heard of him before, but makes kind of Rocket League style like EDM music uh, to it. So the new arena is essentially like a, an EDM concert going on around this arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got the crowds and all that with a uh, big stage on the, the side of it. Uh, it looks really nice. Uh, what else is new here? Oh, yeah, they have a new customization category called Player Anthems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they unlock five of them up front. They're just songs from the game that play, I think, when you score. I think that's what it is. I think they have a specific uh, article about that itself. But, yeah, it's uh, they did release... Uh, you can find the... On the various streaming services, the the first Cascade song that's part of the season, they're going to release more throughout the season. So mm-hmm. uh, it's called Flip Reset. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, the latest car is called R3MX Remix. Uh, it's a design that's kind of fairly uh, similar to some of the other cars, but it looks pretty nice. 
And you get the start of when you unlock the Rocket Pass Premium. Mm-hmm. It has new decals, wheels, all that kind of stuff for oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh looks to be a pretty cool new season. I uh, look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably stream this uh, sometime this weekend when I get a chance. So, yeah, that is, uh, that is the Rocket League news. Uh, also coming out this week, Pixel Junk Eden 2 is huh. finally out. Uh, that is only on the Switch at this point. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you pre-order it, I think it's up to the 16th if you buy it. It is mm-hmm. like about a third off. So it's maybe about 10 bucks instead of 15 So you get mm-hmm. a pretty sizable discount. But yeah, from the description, it sounds like it's uh, fairly similar to the first game. But they have some uh, new stuff in there. Uh, a new sort of what they call gardens uh, to play around yeah. in new biomes, new types of plants, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But the, the general mechanics are fairly similar to the first one. Yep. Uh, but doing more interesting stuff with them. So mm. I'm excited to check that out and glad that it's coming out sooner than later. So yeah, that is uh, the 10th. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. So Super Nintendo Land is the theme park that Nintendo has been working on with Universal. Yeah, it's for been a while. Uh, yeah, and it's been kind of like one of those open secret type things. There's been people who've uh, managed to get like shots of it when it was yeah. while it was still under construction. They were like across the street or whatever, mm-hmm. on top of some building or up yep. uh, high in one of the apartments or whatever that's nearby, able to take sneak shots of it. Mm-hmm. And so we got some actual like final shots of what the place looks like. It's opening up on February 4th. Yep. In, uh, where is it at? Inside Universal Studios Japan Osaka. in Osaka. Yep. And it looks really neat. Um, yeah, they even have a Mario Kart ride. Yep. That has you wearing like an AR like headset. Yeah. Kind of. It's more like a like a visor hat, but with uh, glasses that come down. Yep. Uh, you know, great thing to have in this point in time with COVID and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, though I'm, I'm assuming Japan will be a little bit better than it would be like if they were opening this up here in like Orlando or something. Yeah. Where all hell would be breaking yeah, loose. I mean, they're, they're, they're in a far better situation than we are. But uh-huh. yeah. again, like this has been in the works for, this has been in the works for years Theme parks always prepare for numbers and numbers of people. They don't prepare for limiting people. So when you look at these screenshots of the various places to have queues and lines, they're all really, really slender. So I'm like, wow. Um, mm. It'll be tough to see how they'll even try to have, have this happen. But uh, I think theme parks have been open there for a while. And um, yeah, I mean, as, yeah. as for the COVID thing, like uh, who knows? But um, as for me being a, and someone that really in, in, enjoys theme parks, I go to Disneyland, Disney World every once in a while. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for a Super Nintendo World, whether it be in Japan, LA, or Florida. Like they, it's, it, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. That mm-hmm. Mario Kart ride looks like it'll be something uh, in between, like Radiator Springs Racers with Toy Story Mania. Like it'll be really gamified, and I'm really um, excited for it. Um, as for like whether whether I'm ready, like no, I'm, 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 of course not. But you know, mm-hmm. eventually, like when we are, yeah, to take my money. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Hopefully we'll be in a better position this time next year. So, you know, with the vaccine out and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they have a lot of neat, uh, like, mechanics to the whole place. You can buy these uh, power-up bands. That is like a mm-hmm. wristband that you link to your smartphone uh, that then you can use to, like, punch, uh, po- uh, yeah, like, question blocks and collect coins and all this kind of stuff and keep track yeah. of that stuff, which I'm curious, like, what, how that all works, like, what you can use that for. Or if it's just like when you went to the arcade and got like tickets mm-hmm. from the the various machines, like oh I got a I got a plastic spider or or a ring, mm-hmm. you know, dumb stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it uh, seems pretty neat. I'd be interested to see like what impressions are like for people that do get to go over there. Yeah, because I mean, out. from from the outset, it looks amazing. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is uh, that is happening here in. Geez, that's not even two months from now. Nope. Um, but happening a little over two months from now is Persona Five Strikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like a little bit of a leak of the the announcement trailer revealed that it is coming February twenty third. Yep. For PS4, Switch, and a surprise release on PC on Steam. Hmm. Uh, that is the Musou Persona game. Yep. That uh, hilariously got announced when people were expecting Persona 5 to get announced on the Switch. Yep. Uh, yeah, released in Japan is Persona 5 Scramble. It's getting a little bit of name change to Strikers mm-hmm. in the West. But see, it's set six months after the events of Persona 5. The cast reunited in Tokyo to spend the summer together before all hell breaks loose again. Yep. And so, yeah, there's uh, there are mirrors of the trailer, so you can check it out if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks all right. Yeah, could be all right. Looks neat. I'd be curious to see like uh, see more on the game, how it all how it all works and uses the yeah. stuff. Uh, well, yeah, I remember when I first heard the uh, American title for the game, I was like, oh, are they making a Persona Five uh, soccer game? But uh, no, it, it was it was Scramble, except they changed Scramble to Strikers. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yep. not a Muso guy, um, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll probably like try it out if there's a, if there's a demo. Um, I know I say I'm, I'm not a Muso guy, but when, when it comes to like high rewards, I'm, I'm all about it. So, oh yeah, we'll yeah, absolutely. Yep. Let's see. Also on the way is Dead Cells uh, Fatal Falls is the new expansion they're releasing. Uh, the second one, I think it is. It's going to be coming mm-hmm. out Q1 2021 for four ninety nine. Adds two new biomes, the Fractured uh-huh. Shrines and the Undying Shores, as well as new bosses, a new boss. Uh, and these are uh, parallels to some of the other stages that are in the game. Stilt Village, Clock Tower, mm-hmm. and Timekeeper, uh, as well as their alternate paths. Yeah, so adds to like the middle of the run. Uh, mm-hmm. Some new stages. Uh, let's see, update is also dropping cache of new weapons, details of which they will be revealing soon. Fatal Falls, yeah, it's the second downloadable update. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess the Dead Cells so far has sold 3.5 million units. Yep. Which is great for them. That game is yeah, really that, good. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, genuinely like really fantastic. It's a great example of like a two of a two D Souls like type game. Yeah, in a way that's the roguelite style like upgrading systems can provide for really interesting variety in builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the sort of weapons you go for, like the like those electric whips, you know, bows, uh, different kinds of swords, and even just pure like, oh, I just got a shield. Yep. I'm just going to block your shots and then bash it into your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all your kind of throwables. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff. It's a, it's a really nice game, a lot of fun. Even if you're not that great at it, you can kind of work your way up to being better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is uh, that, and that's kind of the it for... No, we got one more. Swery's The Good Life. Yep. A game they kickstarted a while back. I've been steadily working on it. Uh, they mm-hmm. finally found a publisher to help them get it to uh, release, and that is The Irregular Corporation. Yeah. Uh, which publishes uh, quite a few different games. I'm trying to see what they have here on their site as the website size does slowly load. Yeah, slowly. Okay, yeah, it's PC Building Simulator. That's them. Mm. Let's do Murder by Numbers. Uh, yeah, a bunch of weird little games. But yeah, yeah. they picked up uh, a new game from White Owls, The Good mm-hmm. Life, which is uh, a pretty neat-looking game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're looking to get it out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC in summer 2021. Mm. All right. So it'll be hopefully a good game to have during the the summer here. Yeah, hopefully as a holy crap. There's a end in sight on this COVID shit. Yeah. Now let me that combined with the with the vaccine on its way and yeah, yeah. So that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Oh yeah, here we got like a string of people leaving places. Yep. <laughs> uh, this one is Keichiro Toyama. Yeah, guy uh, who created Silent S- Hill, Siren, mm-hmm. and Gravity Rush. All three yep. good games. Um, yeah, all three that obviously are related to one another. There's no thing there that sticks out. It's being <laughs> very different. Uh, but he is leaving Sony, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Studio, establishing mm-hmm. a new studio uh, called Bokeh game studio yeah B-O-K-E-H. uh yeah working on some new stuff there he's the the ceo while his buddy just says sato is that okay there it is kazu nobu sato and junior mm-hmm. okuro okura are uh, also joining him sato is coo mm-hmm. okura is cto yep and yeah so Bokeh is uh, an English term originated from the Japanese word bokeh, mm-hmm. which refers to the camera blur technique. Mm. So he's already getting weird. Oh, yeah. Just naming the studio. But yeah, they're working on games for console and PC. So, yeah, that's uh, kind of just wrote a message, you know, about, you know, enjoying his time at Sony and working on something new. So that'll be fun mm. to see. Yeah, these three have worked together since at least the Siren days. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, pretty much all I mean, working together on that stuff, so yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest, Konami's not doing shit with Silent Hill right now, so... Unless you're listening to the rumors about there being a new Silent Hill game. Which I refuse to acknowledge unless they actually show something. Yeah, I think the current rumor is that it might be shown on Thursday with a certain award show that is happening. Yeah. Also, I am today years old, and I realize the 10th is Thursday, not Friday. Yeah. So, I've been operating on that being a Friday, so that's just Uh what I know. But we got another pair of people that are leaving Sony, this time from Ben Studio. Mm Mm-hmm. Two of their veterans, uh, John Garvin and Jeff Ross, who've been there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think this one is Garvin, who left about a year ago, pretty much right after Days Gone shipped. Yeah. Uh, been just relaxing, working on his own personal projects. He says here, painting, writing, publishing, and enjoying a break from the game industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there at Ben Studio since 1997. Mm-hmm. So been there for over 20 years so makes sense that you want to break working on stuff uh from the original uh siphon filter up to you know days gone resistance retribution uncharted golden abyss all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and yeah days gone was a game that notoriously had kind of a, a long difficult development very long uh, very difficult development yeah, as they tried to figure out like what that game was going to be and how to get it to where uh, it ended up on day one when they mm-hmm. released it. And yeah, uh, Jeff Ross also similarly been there for a long time. Yep. Uh, no big message from him on this, but saying this my, this week is my last at PlayStation and Sony Interactive Entertainment Ben Studio. Mm-hmm. Really proud of all the games I got to make, but also looking forward to new challenges ahead. I'll post my plans later, but I'll be moving to Chicago once COVID calms down. Yeah. Who knows when that is, but Chicago is a place where a lot of development development happens. That's where NetherRealm is at. Uh, the Saints Row Studios there, and a few others. So, could be doing some interesting stuff in the future for him. Yep. So that Definitely. was fun. Uh, the next one here is one that probably hurts Brandon a lot. Uh, Bioware, two of their yep. big names. Casey, Casey Hudson, Hudson and was, Mark uh, Dara. Yeah. Casey Hudson's their GM of the studio. Yeah. And uh, Mark Dara is the Dragon Age 4 executive producer. Yeah. So two big names for the studio. So yeah. to step down. More or less. Yeah. Uh, the ga- new games are that they're working on still continuing on. Unaffected. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. Kind of a shame to le- lose your executive producer sort of before you even really formally announce the new Dragon Age. Mm-hmm which rumors are that that's going to make a reappearance at the Game Awards. Yeah. After the original got teased Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see where they end up going. Um, yeah, Casey hasn't left to go to Microsoft and then came back. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, not really a huge surprise that yeah. he left. Mm-hmm. But just kind of wondering what they're working on uh, is kind of the big question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Yep. And we'll see what these new games that BioWare's working on are going to look like. Mm-hmm. 
I'm s- I'm still excited. So yeah, yeah it seems like Mike Gamble is continuing to lead the charge for the future of Mass Effect now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's been working on that that series for a long time now. Oh yeah. So there's that, and uh, yeah, Samantha Ryan, who came over from Warner Brothers Games, will continue overseeing the studio's efforts. As former Blizz developer Christian Daly takes the helm of the Dragon Age series in Dragon Age Four, mm-hmm. so they got people in line for that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a. We'll see how this all turns out. Yeah, it at least seems I'm early enough. Cautiously optimistic, so yeah, at least seems early enough that it hopefully won't be like, you know, yeah, dropping the floor out from under the people working on the game. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something good happening to people that have been working at a studio for a long time. Uh, yeah. Naughty Donk here. Uh, yep. President Evan Wells announced that uh, uh, as of their studio meeting earlier this week, that Neil Druckmann is now co-president of Naughty Dog. Yep. After serving almost three years as vice president, mm-hmm. who kind of worked his way up from, I think, working on Uncharted 2 as a writer all the way up to leading The Last of Us uh, in Charlie and 4. Two. Yeah. And uh, then uh, leading The Last of Us Part 2 here. Mm. Uh, so definitely seems a worthy uh, promotion for him. Yep. Uh, along with that, uh, Allison Mori and Christian Gearling mm-hmm. are getting promoted to Vice President of Naughty Dog. Nice. Uh Prior to becoming vice president, Allison was their director of operations, and Christian was their co-director of programming. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're going to uh, make some big uh, big promotions for the, the team there as yep. they head into whatever their next projects are going to be. Mm-hmm. I assume at least some of that's going to be the, the multiplayer stuff for The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, probably. Supposed to be getting out at some point. I assume that's going to be tied to whatever PS5 update they put out for that game. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about something weird happened to cap this off. The Metal Gear Solid movie has been rumored for a long time now. Yeah. Uh, um, worked on it at Sony Pictures. Mm-hmm. And they supposedly have a lead for the movie to play Solid Snake. It is Oscar Isaac. Yep. Uh, people know from you know the recent Star Wars trilogy. He's in the new Dune movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like a pretty good fit. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm guess. Yeah, he certainly more or less fits the bill of what you need for that particular character. So. Yeah. He's got the hair for it too. Yep. So, um, yeah, he's a good fit. Yeah. Let's see. They are also. Got a director, I think, Jordan Vogt Roberts, mm-hmm. who has, uh, I believe, worked on some smaller stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he did Kong Skull Island, was his most recent movie, but he did like a stand up documentary for Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. A movie called The Kings of Summer. Yep. He worked on some TV stuff, Funnier Die Presents, Death Valley, Mashup, mm-hmm. You're the Worst, and did some work on Death Stranding, I guess. As the film director. Mm-hmm. And did some commercials for games as well. So he at least is a, a gamer. Knows his games. 
so yeah, that is uh, that's interesting. At least it seems to still exist. Yeah. As far as announcing, like, people might actually work on this at some point. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, I don't think they have any sort of production or filming dates or anything like that yet. No, I mean, so not right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they try and just go for, like, the first movie, the mm-hmm. first game. As for this, which could work pretty well. Yeah. It's largely centered around just one place. Uh, and that game was already very much designed to feel like a movie. Oh, they yeah. presented their story style. Well, I mean, Kojima is like one of the main uh, individuals in the, ga- in the game development to bring the language of cinema to gaming. Um, and usually quite successfully. Um, yeah. I mean, Grant, you know, obviously there are some weirdness to his style that isn't for everybody's taste, but yeah. Yeah. You know, when he does it right, he knocks it out of the park. So yeah. Do they, have they said anything about like, is Kojima going to be a creative consultant on this or anything or executive producing? I don't know. It's probably out of his hands. Well, yeah. I mean, it is Kojima's prop. I mean, it's not Kojima's property. It's Konami. So They would have licensed it out, not really done too much to get him involved. Yeah, and and, and I have a feeling like if they did make 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 the uh, make it known that they wanted to get Kojima involved, Konami would probably just snatch the license right back because they're just those kinds of assholes. Maybe, but I don't know how film contracts work on that stuff. Eh, it's possible. Uh, that seems like a thing where they just might have. Signed away most of their responsibilities. Yeah. But who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is kind of uh, it for this week. Yep. Uh, the fun thing with this story happening is people pointing out all of the articles that used not Solid Snake uh-huh. as the, the image where the, was, you know, uh, just Snake yeah. saw from the other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, then people just making memes of, oh, here's random characters. This this is Solid Snake, all right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, uh, stuff from other games, even. Yeah. It's like, yep, that's Solid Snake. That's how familiar you are, guys, with the, the character. Mm-hmm. You didn't just Google this and pick whichever image looked nicest to you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, fairly light show, but, you know, not really too much uh, in the way of complicated parts of these stories. Mm. Uh, we're getting here near to the end of the year. Yeah. Working on uh, get more stuff up on the sites, do more streams, yep. video stuff, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're getting a year of stuff the year. here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, stay uh, tuned for that. And uh, uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. Stay if tuned. I can, you know, if I. I can, uh, that is, if I can peel myself away from cyberpunk long yeah. enough. Yeah, so. Or, if it's, or, again, even if it's finished loading by then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brandon might be downloading for the weekend. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Later.